Welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast with your host Nathan Judah and Wolves correspondent Tim Spears. Well, hello and welcome to the ENS Wolves podcast. It's episode 49. I'm your host Nathan Judah. I'm here and joined by the fourth most influential regional reporter in the country, Mr. Tim underscore Spears underscore Star. Name, name, name three more. Uh, and Judah Star, <laughs> uh, L. Hatfield Star, and K. Harrison Star. Uh, I agree with you and Luke, but not, not with Keith. Oh, <laughs> controversial. Just being controversial there. there was, wasn't there wasn't some sort of survey, though, a while ago now? There about, was some, was some kind of tell me, tell me. shoddy PR thing yeah. where they put out who was influential based on Twitter followers and stuff like that. Okay, but this was in the early stages of, of tweeting as Wolves reporter, yes, correct? Yes, How many How many followers did you have at that time? Um, Christ, I can't remember. Oh. I, don't, I don't keep track of it as, as, as much as, <laughs> unlike others, who keep a religious track of how many oh, followers they've got. Hatfield is shocking at that, to be fair. <laughs> no, you have calmed down recently. You, you, you used to get me sort of... <laughs> I'm killing you here. You used to get me to retweet stuff all the time. Wow. <laughs> and, and, and then you'd, then you'd count how many extra followers you'd got. Oh, my God. <laughs> Peeps, if you believe oh, this, this, what a start. Is, this is an absolute stitch up. What um, a start. Go there's, on. there's a third person here, not in this office. Yeah. But he has rushed back from the gym. He's doing a split shift tonight because he's covering non-league and Telford. Well, actually, just basically non-league because Telford are non-league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he's come from the gym. He's still sweating. He hasn't had a shower yet, so might, hopefully he's not smelling over the microphone. Smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision. Uh, Mr. Luke Hatfield, how are we? I'm good, mate. Obviously, you leave all the big games to me to cover for uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. Expressing Star, but no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, good, good, good for you, mate. Uh, you enjoy you enjoy those three games tonight, or four games tonight. I think you'll have a, a fun time doing that. Um, f- but most importantly of all, are you at the doghouse yet? Oh, mate, you're not going to out me on the podcast, are you? Um, I am. I am at the doghouse. I was in it for a very short period of time. She'd forgiven me after. Uh, well, I should explain. You, you explain, you explain it, you, you explain, you, you'll tell it well. So my girlfriend and I, we both play basketball. Um, she plays for a team, which now Nathan Judah, I've actually recruited his uh, his uh, wife into the team. Uh, and Nathan was there with Alana, of course. Um, and I was driving Lucy over, uh, but she went for a meal because it was her birthday this weekend. Um, and I just, Lucy. yeah, um, I, I managed to forget all of her basketball kit. We arrived, uh, oh, she was there was... in... In the sports hall, by the way, it was—I mean, it was palpable the atmosphere. Um, but she was there in kind of you know um, smart casual dress. Yeah, yeah. Um, no trainers, no basketball kit whatsoever, and she was not pleased, mate. She was not. <laughs> she was not happy. pleased. But but she was still very polite to me, and that was the main thing. But I I, I could tell that that you you needed a. Uh, you needed a, a quick present or two, I think, um, in, in you know, to to get yourself out of that doghouse. The only reason I came over, mate, was to use you as a human shield, just in case she decided that you know this is this has gone a step too far and she wanted to, uh, you know, take <laughs> things a step further. Where do you take her on the night, mate? Do you take her to a nice slap-up meal? No, mate. Took fish and chips. She fish and it. chips. Yes. Love that. Love that, mate. Um, well, thank goodness that weekend's gone. Thank goodness England are finished. Oh, did you watch any of that dross? Um, 
I watched. I watched. It, well, I watched a bit of it last night. Actually, to be fair, and I was cheering on Slovakia, so I, I what? quite enjoying the first what? kind of half an hour. So I, I bloody hate England. It's uh, so boring. It is boring. I gave up. Gave up a few years ago. To be honest, just it just makes me sick that these some of these footballers who think that they're just absolute and they're just bang average, really, aren't they? When it gets to bang average, when it gets to when it matters, I I'm extremely biased when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, Jake Livermore. Mm. Come on. You've seen more of him than me. Is he yeah. an international footballer for England? I mean, it was a bit... <laughs> get, of a, get careful now. All City fans were, were, dis, were disgusted when we got moved to a big, big club West Brom and uh, put, went straight into, I, I, straight into the England squad. I'll put you on the spot here, but is, is he good enough for England? I, I, think there's, I think there's 15 people who do exactly what he does on a Saturday, to be honest, in, in, you know, in a load of different clubs. Yeah. He's fine. He's I, fine. I, I, he's not, I just, he's not I, outstanding for get me. get no joy or passion from watching these players because... You don't feel like they they they're giving everything. You don't no. feel like they give a damn. I know that's a bit bit of an argument recently that Harry Kane was was um, fiercely defensive as you'd expect. But it's it kind of ever since the remember the Rooney 2010 when he yeah. was having a go for the fans that booing him. Yeah. Uh, that was me done to mm. be honest. Mm. And the, the amount of letdowns at major tournaments, I just can't be doing with well, it. Let's anymore. be honest. Let's be honest. Supporters and players care about the club more, don't they? Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You get some weirdos who say they're England fans and jump around with their flags at every game. But um, or Welsh. I don't really like watching football anymore. To be honest, <laughs> to be candid. Uh, well, you watch match of the day more than me. I think I watched match of the day twice last season. And when you've been when you had a 10, 11, 12 hour day watching, that's watching the thing. I, 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 yeah, I, I think we brought this up before. Especially if you've gone a long away day mm-hmm. and you're getting back at ten o'clock at night on a Saturday. It's, it's the last thing you want is more football. Yeah. You want to you want to have a bit of a life. There is life outside of wolves. What I, I, I know. What? I've discovered this recently. It's a dirty word. Um, thank goodness we're back to the championship. Wolves are back. Yeah. Uh, who who's involved this week then? From, did you, from did you, do you enjoy your weekend? Uh, what did I do this weekend? Saturday. What did I do? I know what you did on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be tweeting out a picture with this very podcast. <laughs> because you, you, you bloody put it on Twitter, man. Well, yeah, but I what was you doing proud. That for? I was a proud dad, wasn't proud. I? Proud. I was a proud daddy. Proud of what? Proud that my... Some l- little mutt jumping, whoa, 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 jump, whoa, whoa, jump, whoa. jumping over a little bar in a field. Are you having a joke? <laughs> Some little mutt jumping over a bar in a field? I, well, I, was that, is that an incorrect description? So my purebred Pomeranian... Come on, America, I haven't spoke to you about this yet, but my, come on, let's hear it. My purebred Pomeranian from America, who sure. is called Baloo, has a name, he's not a mutt, he's a dog. <laughs> he's five years old now. So I've, I've, I've old. never seen him this serious, this and, is brilliant. Um, yeah, obviously, we, we've, tried to, we've tried to show him a few times. Um, we haven't quite got him to Crufts yet, but he's been very, very close. Right. Um, we went to Solly Hull on, on Saturday. Yeah. And he came run up on Best in Show and didn't quite win. How, uh, many, how many were in there? Uh, 35. Okay. Six. All it's right. not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he went obstacle on an obstacle course, which is very much <laughs> like you might see it on Crufts. About 25 <laughs> different obstacles, of which he absolutely killed it and then tried to get recruited. <laughs> Of which we also came second. So we, we didn't quite... We, we were first runner-up, but at the same time, I was immensely proud of the little boy. What, um, what, what kind of obstacles are we, are we talking about here? We're talking about... We're talking about... Um, well, basically... You know, like you see in your dressage? No. See, no, no. <laughs> Come on. You've got to remember, you remember who you're dealing with here. Okay. <laughs> basically, like poles. You know, you see horse jump over poles in the, you know, in the Olympics. Yeah, you've poles. Seen it. Yeah, I'm with you. Basically, lower poles, because these, these are smaller yeah. dogs. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping over them, um, you've got kind of like 
post and cones where you got to in and out, weave in and out. Yeah. You've got tunnels where you got to go around the corner, out the tunnel, inside the tunnel. Then you've got like a little seesaw where you got to stop to the top and it moves down and you go. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's and very you, complicated. Were you guiding, and that's just me. <laughs> were you guiding him the whole way? I was guiding him the whole way, yeah. So I'm, I'm, hol- I'm holding the leash, but then... Obviously, I've got to let him go when he goes in the tunnels because you don't know where I am. And, he and you, you can't go in with him I, as much I, as you'd like I would to. love to go in with him. But uh, no. Dare I ask, did you set up a little um, obstacle course at home to for preparation? I know that you did. I know that you did. Go on. Uh, we might have a couple of uh, <laughs> couple of balls at home <laughs> and practice on the Friday night <laughs> till nine o'clock. But he's a very oh, good boy brilliant. and uh, I love him very much. And he probably, you know, haven't got down to the children's situation yet, so at the moment I'll take it as a replacement. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, say a lot about your life. Wow, <laughs> it's incredible. Now, do you know what? Good luck to Baloo. <laughs> Thank you. And to you yeah. in all your future endeavours. Yeah. And uh, I hope to see you at Crofts one day. I- I'm sure you will. I bet it stinks in there. Have, you been, have not, you been to Crofts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet it's whiffy. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting aroma, so to speak, in, um, in the arenas. <laughs> dog sweat and dog poo. <laughs> And dog pee. Crikey. Not for me, mate. Sorry. Not okay, for me. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what it's for you. It's Wolves. Um, yeah. We're back. We're facing Millwall on Saturday. Um, are, are, are we fresh now? Because the, cause the, our, our last... You are pitting. Yeah. But there's nothing new there. But yeah, we were very... Oh, we, we're tired deadline, weren't we? were very downtrodden. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> that, I, it, I didn't get any fresher, to be honest. I, <laughs> another 12-hour day that day. I spent, I spent the whole weekend just sleeping. Well, I don't blame you. I mean, I, I, I tied it up, right? Yeah. Thursday, Friday. Mm. Worked for 29 hours. Oh, it's incredible. The man who invented deadline day has got yeah. a lot to answer yeah. for, to be honest. He certainly does. I, I spent the weekend pretty much in bed watching Making a Murderer. Making a Murderer? You oh, watched it? Yeah, very good. Oh. Are you finished it now? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Disgraceful. I wonder if that kid's Worst been spoilers, released. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have watched it by now if you haven't watched it already. Uh, but great show. Great show. Great show. Try not to spoil it too much. Those, uh, <laughs> those, um, yeah. those solicitors, heroes, by the way. Heroes, oh, those, those guys. Two. Love them. Oh, I just uh, one of them's on Twitter. What, what dudes? Really? Yeah, yeah. You need to get following him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, legend. the main one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Top, what the one with glasses and stuff? Yes. Yeah, everybody, everybody watched his program on Netflix, but just try and ignore mm. what Judas said a minute ago. Yeah. But yeah. Most most of you will have already watched it in 2014, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, Tim, <laughs> Tim takes a while to, to get used to these things. Right, let's talk Wolves. Um, now, we did say on deadline day that you had an important little meeting to go to. Yes. Important meeting. Yes. Wasn't Ooh. sure how it was going to pan out or how public it would be. That's why you couldn't you know, divulge so at that, that didn't moment really in time. want to say. But mm-hmm. yeah, went for a little interview with, uh, with little Jeff. Mr. She. Mr. She. Mr. She, post-deadline day. What did Mr. She have to say for himself? So I've been uh, chasing an interview with, with Jeff for a while now. Since the summer, really. <laughs> Sparkling water. And opportunity came up, yeah, on, on Friday after deadline day. Yeah, I think they always wanted to get deadline day out of the way before we spoke publicly again. But, um, yeah, went down to the Mount. The Mount? For a little chat. Where's the Mount? Uh, Technol. That's I'm where he, I think he stayed there last year. When he was coming over. Is that where? Hanger, hanger, hanger. No, he's in, uh, I can't remember. Um, a lot of the players, the, a lot of the new players stay there as well. Okay. Uh, it's hands down the best hotel in Wolverhampton. Like, it? It's not saying a fat lot, to be honest. Three and a half stars? I've, I've frequented most of them. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a step up from the Novotel, and it's, yeah, it's very nice. You've frequented most of the bars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, you know, very good, very good extensive chat with mm-hmm. Jeff. Mostly just focusing on, on transfer business. What went right, and obviously importantly, what went wrong, you know, on, on deadline day. Well, yes, I mean, the, 
Twitter obviously weren't particularly pleased with the lack of a striker. What did you have to say on that front? Well, not just Twitter. I mean, everybody, everybody at the club, all supporters, journalists, mm-hmm. not very happy with uh, with no striker being signed. I mean, it, it was obviously a bit of a a bit of a PR exercise on, on Jeff's part. He wanted to get the key messages out there from the club as to what went wrong. Kind of said, played down the importance of a striker, which I don't think anybody was buying really. Um, but it, I, I, I know what you're saying. He, he was saying the midfielder was more important, and Undai was a fantastic addition. And I think, I think, I think he will be. Well, I spoke to spoke to Adam, the whole City fan, last night, and he, he was oh, last week, and he was he was you know, spoke very very highly. Of yeah, it. if anyone missed it, we um, we got a whole City season ticket holder on the on the phone last week. One of Judah's mates, who, yeah, spoke very highly of him. Um, but I don't think I still don't think it was more important than a striker. I, I see no. where he's coming from, but the, the fact you know, as and having spoke to to. Um, Couple of sources, you know, not long after deadline day, and found out the kind of strikers that they were in for on that night: Chris Martin, Loic Remy, Akaka from um, yeah. Watford as well. I mean, wow! Plus Lockardia, ten million, trying to get him in all day. It sh- shows you just just how much they wanted a striker in. Not to mention the plethora of names from earlier in the mm-hmm. window: Oliveira, Jordan Rhodes, mm-hmm. Silla, Abubakar, yeah. uh, Jordan Hugill. You know, they came close That's to signing. Uh, came close to signing a number of these. It just shows you how much importance they they did place on it. And yeah, it's it's. So why is he saying that then? What do you think? Do you think? I mean, he's got to know. put. He, he's the chairman. He's got to put a brave face on it. And, and I know, the, but he knows that you know that that's that's probably. Well, not. I, I, th- I think yeah, I know it's difficult, difficult because you know this is this this guy's very graciously uh, give granted as an interview, you know, exclusive interview with the Express and Star. Nobody else has spoken to him. We don't call them; they call you. <laughs> so. Um, so that's great, and you want to take what he says at face value, but obviously he's going to put a brave face on it as yeah. well as the chairman. And and I'm sure there's some truth in the fact that he's saying there's we didn't want to sign just anybody, mm. and I'm sure they could have. I mean, you know, as Grant Grant Holt came in a couple of seasons ago, that, that was just signing anybody because yeah. they were they were short up front and had injury problems. But Wolves haven't done that. A fair play to them. Yeah. They haven't gone out and signed there just anybody. Loic Remy was someone they were trying to sign, as mm. we said. Chris Martin. Lockadier from PSV. These these are top quality strikers mm. that could all play in the Premier League, um, and, and Wolves haven't gone any lower than that in in terms of their um, the qualities that, that that they're looking for. They haven't lessened their um, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you mean. Haven't haven't lowered their sights in any way. So fair play to them on that regard. But either way, it's a massive failure that they didn't get a striker in. But fair play to Jeff Shee for fronting mm. up. Like I said, an extensive interview, no questions off off um, off, off topic off topic off the table and. And answered everything as best he could. And and how many chairmen mm. tell me would, would would do that? Hours after the deadline's yeah. closed, he's there fronting up, mm. telling the public what went wrong or right. I think fair play. And you said um, he had his laptop out, transfermarket.com, <laughs> um, drop down menu, free agents, 2017, 2018, <laughs> and then just just flicking through and having a look at a few profiles. What what can uh, he did not he didn't rule out getting a free agent. No, I, I asked him, and he and he said obviously they'll look in January. Yes, they'll look at free agents, although they hadn't any specific targets in mind at that very early stage. And also, they'll see who's in the squad and who can step up. You know, people like Donovan Wilson and Zyro, mm-hmm. the two false nines we spoke about in last week's podcast, Jota and Cavallero, mm-hmm. plus Bonatini. You know, he's he's first choice. They're in fourth place in the league with him having started every game. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was very poor. Mm-hmm. It was very poor, and it could cost them. But like I said, fair play to him for fronting up, and he has some good stuff to say. Do you think that they will? Go after the correct free agent, or do you think they'll just hold fire now, try and get through until January with the best they've got, and and be there or thereabouts, and hope that they've got they've got the right squad and that a couple of people 
i.e. your Jotters and, and your Cavaleros can, can be the second and third striker? I mean, I've, I've looked at the lists, you know, not extensively, but looked look to see who's available. No one's name, apart from Ricky Lambert's, really screams out as someone who would be an ideal fit. For <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why you're laughing. Ideal la- fit? I don't know why you're laughing. What, an ideal fit for a goal? And that's a penalty <laughs> ideal in fit, 38. I, I, ideal fit for an XXL no, top. Wow. <laughs> An ideal uh, fit to win me more coffee. <laughs> Which, by the way, you've still not bought me one. Come on. I'll take a gift card, okay? Just give me the gift card. <laughs> All right, okay. okay. Come on, imagine if Ricky signed. Well, imagine, well. imagine the scenes, imagine. Well, I'm not getting an interview, am I, anytime soon if Ricky signed? Can you imagine? <laughs> for, 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 for all of our new podcast listeners, and we are attracting more new listeners, we gather. To, uh, to be talked about later. We had a bit of a running joke uh, last year about Ricky Lambert and, uh, and a bet between me and Judah as to how many goals he scored for Cardiff after Judah lambasted him about a year ago, saying he was the worst player Albion had ever signed. Horrendous. Anyway, uh, the list isn't great. Uh, if if they haven't lowered their sights mm. in, during the transfer window, I'd be very surprised if they did it now because yes, January will soon come round. Mm. Uh, Joe Mason will be available then. I know I know that I know that that is what many fans want to hear, but mm. he'll be available um, after being on loan at Burton. And I'm sure they'll I'm, well they'll certainly try and get someone in in January, and that's that's what everyone will look to. But like I said, it'll soon come around. Yeah. Soon come around, and, and they sh- they should have the squad to cope, especially with the formation. Crucially for me, the formation they play, you could get away with having a false nine in there. Whether Cavalero Jota are up to it, we'll find out. Zyro, he did he did really well when he burst into the scene, got three goals in eight, and looks a really good Championship player. So if he can rediscover that form, sure. and then you got a bit of a wild card in Donovan Wilson. So I, I think I think there's ways around it. Like I said, it's far from ideal, but um, I'd be surprised if they brought in a free agent. Plenty of questions, though, still from fans, um, and we'll get to answer a few of them here because... We're doing that now, we? are going to do it now, we're going to do it early. Uh, Mr Luke Hatfield, um, I believe you've got some questions from the peeps this week. We do, we've had loads of questions. Loads, loads of questions, loads. is that more than one? Uh, yeah, loads, okay. and I've obviously Jordan got a little, loads. Bit, <laughs> no? got a little bit of a selection what? here. Jordan Rhodes, jo- Jordan Rhodes, no? Okay. Oh, mm. that's terrible. Mm, the on. pun game's strong there, Judah. Sorry. Um, uh, okay, so uh, Pete Byrne asks, uh, Pete, "Who will Pete score?" Burns. No, don't no, don't joke, don't joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete Byrne asks, "Who will score the most goals for Wolves this season?" Oh no! <laughs> oh, don't man. Do you want me to move on to another question? <laughs> Judah. Judah. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's try and be serious. Sorry, sorry, Luke. What was the question? Who's going to score the most goals for Wolves this season? Do Ooh, you think? good one, Judah. Judah, come on, man, get with it. Judah, come on. The question's not for me, mate. <laughs> I. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> don't, man. Don't. Come on. Got to be serious. Okay. Okay. He's nodding. He's nodding his head. Um. I was looking back actually to see the the amount of Judah, the amount of teams that um, have been promoted without a twenty goal a season striker. It's surprisingly quite a few. Um, <laughs> no, don't because we've got. I'm not. I'm not. We've got. We're only twenty minutes in. Come on. Um, Eighteen minutes in. Huddersfield got up last season. I think Kachunga was their top scorer with like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even when Wolves won um, the League One title, they scored like eighty or eighty or ninety goals. Top scorer at 13, Dicko, who's only signed halfway through the season. Uh, Judah, Judah, keep it together, man. It's the worst I've ever seen him. Uh, I'm sorry, everybody, for the lack of professionalism here from our host, Nathan Judah. Can't you say really he's the worst you've ever seen me. All I'm saying is that stain's still <laughs> Oh, there. yeah, that's true. Coffee spell. Uh, 
Come on, then, ask the question. So, top scorer will be, I think Bonatini or sneak think Bonatini? I still don't think he'll score 20, but I think I think he'll edge 14, it. 14, 14, 13. Uh, kind yeah, of that kind of area. And then uh, Costa will play catch up at some point. Mm. Cavalero, Jota, they're your main ones. Hit me, Lukey. John Schofield, um, he asks, which of our promotion rivals do you think did the best business in the window and who are you tipping for automatic promotion? Oh. I thought Mid- Middlesbrough's business was outstanding all summer, to be honest. I thought mm. they did very well. I, I've still got them down for top two. Agreed. Won the Borough. Uh, um, I tell you what, I tell you did decent business and as much as I hate it, Fulham getting Jordan Graham. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still flabbergasted at that. I know we spoke about it last week, but I still cannot believe that he's gone to, to, to a rival. And I think that they will be challenging Wolves coming into the season. They'll be in the mix, top six, top seven. They will, and their, their best business of the summer was um, keeping Tom Kearney, because I, I, I thought he was nailed on for a move to the Premier League. But they, they, they look, I don't think they made the best start, but they look very strong this season. Um, a bit of a lighter one AntTC68 on Twitter he asks is it too early for me to start my Christmas shopping oh yeah oh, Christmas. oh yeah it's too early yeah I know, I know people who do start in like September yeah mum, but... mum starts it like a couple of days after Christmas she loves it what yeah well loves the whole family thing so she's picking presents up throughout the year what yeah but obviously you know where does she keep them um, upstairs in the spare room we have at Christmas ever, time ever, ever tempted to go in there for a little well, no, but at Christmas time, we still do this. <laughs> we still, we all have to be in our rooms, obviously, have the family home back in Hull. And so, go to bed, and then in the morning, still to this day, now that I'm 36 years old, we have a pillowcase in of our bed that's mis- mysteriously appeared overnight. My goodness. And then we all have to get in our pyjamas, take our pillowcases downstairs, <laughs> right. and then sit, and then we all have to have a, a mug of tea. We have a letter from Santa Claus on the table with eaten mince pies and carrots from Rudolph we have a letter about our achievements during the year each person and then we'll go and open them one by one in the living room when you said eaten mince pies I, th- I thought you meant from the school which I wouldn't put past you at all to be honest <laughs> <laughs> some eaten, eaten mince eaten, pies eaten mess mince pies <laughs> what were we talking about oh yeah so I don't no, think- yeah sort your, sort your life out man mm. no it's too early come mm. on don't- two weeks before for you or night before uh, I'm a Christmas Eve kind of guy oh, yeah. yeah Amazon Prime uh, no, uh, Wolverhampton sales. <laughs> <laughs> Soccer, sport. <laughs> any more, any more, Lukey? Yeah, we got two more. We got one yeah, from Keith Rhodes. Uh, he asks, see. "What are your thoughts on safe standing and chances of Molyneux or the South Bank ever, the South Bank, sorry, ever having safe standing areas?" Uh, minimal, I think, at the moment. Uh, I think. I think a lot of fans are behind it and you know the idea of South Bank as, as kind of terracing as it were again would excite a lot of fans it's such a traditional part of Molyneux as it used to be but I mean they've had a look at it I think that, I think they took a trip up to Celtic to see how Celtic have done it but the whole the whole South Bank would need redesigning and in theory they're still in the middle of a stadium rebuild I mean I know the North Bank was finished yonks ago now but in theory they're still going to do the Steve Bull and the Jack Harris Sorry, the Jack Hayward stands. Um, if and when they get promoted to the Premier League, so I think that plays a part of it as well. I think it'd be a great idea. I'd, I'd love to see it, but it doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. Last one from Mr. Hatfield, and this one's from Howling Wolf. Uh, he he asked Tim, uh, "Do you yes. sometimes naturally miss an incident when you're at the game, or do not see what <laughs> exactly happens? And if so, what do you do?" Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people asking, "What do you do?" Why well, well, try? 
<laughs> what I try and do, uh, you know, Judah goes to Oh, what, here we I Judah, knew that was I knew, you knew that was coming. Judah comes I to what eighty nine percent of the matches. Um and you think, you know, he's not he's not writing a match report, so wow. they're not doing that many tweets. Oh, so, 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 that's he, incredible. so he should so he should be on hand, helpfully, if I miss anything, uh, to help out. This this happened once in two and a half years. <laughs> once. The amount of, I've, I've I've stopped asking. The amount of times now I've missed something. Judy, did you see that? Sorry, what? See what? <laughs> it's because I'm, I'm 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 trying to trying to put a live stream together so the peeps can have something more than just your tweets coming through on their computers. Anyway, um, I am I am learning the Wolves players now. Yes, you are. You don't think Domino Girlfriend plays up front anymore? Incredible. Uh, so um, what do I do? Um, no, some, what do you do? Really? Sometimes there's a TV there. If the Premier League get them every single game, which is great mm-hmm. for your replays and stuff. Um, if not. Ask around. Ask around, or there's always tweets coming in from other clubs and other journalists, mm-hmm. so you just wait 20 seconds and, and see what they say. But yeah, just ask around mostly, because the press box is normally pretty full. Or ask Twitter, because I'm sure a few of them watching it oh, on the sometimes with, with, well. with penalty in- yeah. incidents in front of the North Bank, I'll, I'll st- sometimes stick a tweet out, say, did you see that? Was mm-hmm. that a penalty? Whatever, yada, yada, yada. So that's the great thing about the old internet, there's always somebody to help. Thank you very much for questions this week. Enjoyed those. Yeah. Very, very well put. We love, we love our peeps, um, knowledgeable folk that they are. Do you know what we've got coming up now? No. We've got the return of a very popular new segment. Oh. New oh. segment. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, this went down quite well, actually, a few weeks ago. Hit Miss or Mare. It's not Hit Miss or Mare. It's the return of fill in the blank. Oh. Fill in the blank, Tim. Uh, Are you ready? I've got some quick fire uh, no, questions. No, this wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst oh, you've oh, come thanks. up with. Yeah. What, what, what's the best that I've come up with? Hit, miss or meh. Oh, okay. Fair it was enough. so bad, it was good. <laughs> that was one of your early ones. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, uh, hot, the, hot or cold? The, <laughs> the, the report card half one. Half was, empty. The report card one was terrible. Why? I remember that one. Awful. Oh. Asking for a grade. Yeah. That was terrible. Grade the trade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, okay. It's not one of your worst ones. Go on then. Okay, fill in the blank. Um, this is this is one. This is one who I think is just drifting away slowly. And uh, after such, we, we talked about him. Falling away. Who's that from? <laughs> it's Muse, I think. Ah. sorry. Uh, not, not you really. heard of Muse? Um, yeah, aren't they kind of like the dingy, kind of like long-haired people? <laughs> A bit scary if you're going to go to a concert. What, half the population of the world? <laughs> the, the dingy, scary ones? Uh, yeah, that's why I don't go to Wolverhampton. Way! <laughs> Actually, I'm at Wolverhampton tonight, aren't we? We're, we're partying in Wolverhampton watching Are you Wales. genuinely coming? I'm coming out for a night out. No, you, I know that you're not. I'd, okay. l- I'd love you to come. I'm going to the Hogshead to watch the Wales game with uh, podcast, not regular, po- mm. podcast irregular, yeah. Lee Sanders, yeah. big Welshman, wants to watch the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going out with him. I've invited you. Are you, um, are you off tomorrow, though, are you? Don't expect you to say yes. Yes, I'm off tomorrow. Uh, well, some of us aren't off tomorrow. Some of us have got to be in. Uh, it's not going to be a big one. Oh, is it not? No, just watching the game. With, uh, I don't know. Lee, Lee, Lee's... You can bend a few arms, can Lee? <laughs> What's that mean? I think there'll be one or two turnings away till nine. <laughs> uh, I'm out on Friday night, which doesn't bode well for Saturday. But, uh, <laughs> we'll soldier on, soldier on. Uh, Conor Ronan, um, he's kind yeah. of like gone, gone out of the frame at the moment. I think um, I don't know. I still don't know what his best position is in um, in Nuno's thoughts. Uh, no. Conor Ronan will make blank league start this season. Haven't we done this already? Uh, make it now. No, yeah, we one. did. Yeah, that thing was more uh, glass half full or half mm-hmm. empty. That yeah. that yeah. the terrible one you yes, did. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Conor Ronan will make blank league start this season. Starts. Starts. That's what that's what it says on here. Starts. This is quick fire. 
<laughs> I love it when you get annoyed. Uh, when, well, when I, I want to be inside an hour today. When I don't play the segments properly. Um, well, do you want me to explain my reasoning? Well, you can give one line of reasoning as long as you do it. I mean, you've wasted about a minute and a half. <laughs> Nuno likes him in the, in the front, um, whatever formation Wolves play these days. Three. Uh, I don't think you get too many chances when Costa's back and Marshall's back, so I will say... Six. Six league starts. Yeah. Oh, I'll, take, I'll take the under on that. Um, Blank will replace Willy Bolly. Danny Bart. With Miranda moving to the left. Blank will play up front when Leo Bonatini does not. Ivan Cavallero when Costa's back. Wolves will, si- Wolves will sign blank free agents. Zero. Wolves transfer business overall is blank out of ten. Uh, nine. Wolves transfer business on deadline day is blank out of ten. Four. I like I like Andai, but I didn't like Graham going, and no striker. Wolves will get blank points for the next three games: Millwall, Bristol City, and Forest. Seven. 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 Blank is the most underrated member of the Wolves squad. Oh, Dave's Dave's just gone, isn't he? Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mason's gone as well, isn't he? Uh, Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty. Blank is the most overrated member of the Wolves squad. <laughs> like that. Mm. I do like that. Mm. <clears throat> I know, it's quick fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Come on, man. Oh, Roman says. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Roman says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know why you say hater. Um... Nathan Jude will have blank night sight in Wolverhampton this season. Oh come on, man! What? I, I'm backing you, right? Okay. We're doing a big. We're doing a big. Everyone's going out in a few weeks. I know you haven't been what? invited yet. <laughs> say, like, are they? <laughs> I just thought it when oh, I was saying it. Everyone, everyone, everyone at ENS Towers is going out in the next few weeks. Because you never come out. I that's mean, why. it's incredible. The email thread has been, it's, it's, it's 150 deep. I knew it when I was saying it, you haven't been invited of you. Oh, but there's, there's, good uh, God. All, all the reporters are going out in a oh, few weeks for, for a big night out. I know you're not technically a reporter. Uh, That's probably why I'm... <laughs> no, no broadcast journalist. Oh, they just sit around and do nothing. Oh dear. Look pretty on camera. Anyway, I don't know why you've adopted that voice. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you out. I'm going to get you out. One. One. I am going to get you out. One night. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you'll never do it again once, you, once you've been out. So, yeah, it'll just be the one. Do I get free drinks like you get free drinks in, in Wolverhampton? Because you're um, on Tim Spears. Yeah, the amount of times that people come up to me and they're like, oh, where's Judah? Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought someone would buy you a drink. Okay, take that. Yeah. Lime and soda? Uh, well, whatever you want. They'll, they'll ask what you want and then... Or they, or they, someone saw me down in a Jager bomb uh, <laughs> in, a, in a bar the other week and then just brought me one over about 10 minutes later I was like oh I saw you down in a Jager bomb at the bar so oh. I, thought, I thought you'd want one Different what class. a hero oh, that's a legend mate. that not uh, cheap either what's a Jager bomb these days £2.50 uh, in the Hogshead you can get 8 for 15 quid 8 for 15 quid <laughs> looks like a, like a man who knows his Jager bomb 8 for 15 quid it's not a bad deal I that. think that's what it is yeah it's pretty good Yeah. that's how much that work out each Tim oh, do, you're, you're asking the wrong guy yeah. uh, £1.90 it, well there you go that's pretty good pretty good value they don't do that in the London bars <laughs> <laughs> into beers <laughs> into beers into beers in oh dear I promise you I swear I swear to you this is true De Beers the, um, the upmarket jewellers in London that uh, Mr Spears was on, was on a work jaunt last year in London and uh, <laughs> past De Beers 
<laughs> the middle, the middle of Knightsbridge, and uh, thought we were it was. Lo- we were looking for a pub to find to go in. Basically, trying to find a pub, and uh, walked into De Beers and thought it was a thought it was a drinking establishment. So uh, expensive drinks in there, mate. <laughs> we didn't walk in De Beers. Didn't I'll walk get, in. I'll get De Beers in. I saw it from afar. <laughs> Saw the sign. Saw a couple of miles away. They saw the sign, De, De Beers. Beers. Oh, there's a pub over there. <laughs> Got laughed at. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm so sorry, sir, but we don't <laughs> sell the Jonathan well, Smiths here. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of it before, have I? Yeah, well, you do now. Yeah. You won't get much change out of 10 grand in there, pal. I guarantee you that. Uh, right, Tim, where are we massive in this week? Where oh. are we massive in? Been a bit of banter this week, and still we're only half an hour in. I like that. Where are we massive. not ooh, massive ooh, in? Some people might have seen this on Twitter. We have enjoyed yes. a record-breaking week. Oh, my goodness, peeps. I nearly forgot. We haven't just edged past our previous record. We have smashed it. To smithereens. Literally to smithereens. We were, we were WhatsApping last couple of days... And were gobsmacked with numbers. Like a Mark Venus free kick rifled into the top corner. We have smashed this out of the park. Killed it. Like like a Serena Williams ball in the air. <laughs> <laughs> We've smashed it out of Arthur Ashe. Like a Richard Keyes anecdote. We have ended up <laughs> oh, smashing it this week. So our previous record was yeah. in the fours. It was about 4,000. Four and a half thousand. It was from a few weeks ago. Mm. That was the previous record, about four and a half thousand. Since we moved to Wolves podcast. Well, the, that was that was way mm. above anything we had before. This week, yeah. 7,400. Shut up. Shut the front door. Wow. Incredible. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I think your rather inflammatory headline, mm. Deadline Day Disaster, might have had something to do with Excuse it. Excuse you, get it right. Deadline day disaster, question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> Might have helped with a few extra clicks. But still, uh, that is phenomenal. It really is. Well, the content was phenomenal as well, Tim. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, and the numbers, yeah, are phenomenal as well. 7,417. Wow. Of which 6,100 in Old Blighty. Oh. Uh, but some of the other numbers, 174 plays in Australia. Yes. 172 in US. Boom. 90 in Canada. Canada. 80 in España. España. 60 in Ireland. Ireland. 50 in France. Yes. 40 in Norway. Norvege. 30 in Germany. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I said Newcastle there? <laughs> and sneaking into the top ten this week, Thailand. Ar- oh. <laughs> Thailand, what were you going to say? Arriva. Arriva. <laughs> Thailand with 28 plays. Thank you. Jointly tied with Switzerland in 11th with 28. Oh, delicious. So, delicious indeed. So, mm. we're delighted with that. But still, mm. still, mm. we've broke new ground. What? Again? Again. Again. Every week this keeps happening. We have a new country this week. <sighs> Fantastic news. We have made it. We're huge. We are massive in, very topically, South Korea. South Korea! <laughs> South Korea. Uh, yeah. Any, any, any names? Plenty of banter over there in South Korea at the moment. Yes. Yeah, um, um, but despite the imminent threat of nuclear war, <laughs> or maybe because time. of it, <laughs> maybe people have, people have taken the time. To listen to our little old podcast, whatever gets you through the week, basically. Well, how, well, I mean, how many people are in, in South Korea? How many plays? Uh, do you know? I didn't write it down, oh. but it was thirty-eighth in the list, so it's got to be. It's got to be, be more than one. 
at least at least kind of five ten oh. kind of mark. So despite Cheers, despite the imminent threat of uh, near certain death, yes, yes, <laughs> in, in the worst case scenario, the Wolves podcast is the way they want to go out. That's the way. The Wolves that's the way I do. Casting a Chianti. That's the way I do Absolute, it. One hundred percent. They drink Chianti in South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, officially known as the Republic of South Korea. Okay. So it's the South bit. It's had a few problems right over the years. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's. Um, South Koreans lead a distinctly urban lifestyle as half of them in mm. the whole country live in high rises. Right. Concentrated particularly in the Seoul capital area, which has 25 million residents a in CBD. one city. 25 million. 25 million. Are you having a giraffe? So obviously, all in these little flats. Mm. Uh, Seoul is the world's sixth leading global city, apparently. Right. Anyway, loads of problems and stuff with Japan yeah. in its empire, which led to like North-South Korea happening and all that. The wall and stuff with the White Walkers. <laughs> uh, Post-Second World War, a few issues, you know, a few shenanigans. Dragons. Korean War. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's mostly been peaceful since, apparently. Oh, that's all. Well, with the two well, agreeing really? to work peacefully for reunification. Okay, it's going well. Uh, they might have to update the Wikipedia page. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, population. Well, if there's 25 million in one city, I could be, I'm going to say 167 million. 53 million. Oh, well, you've done me that, haven't you? You've They're let me all, down the garden path. All in Seoul. It's okay. a rather mountainous country, apparently, so densely populated elsewhere. Is that right? Yes. So, uh, sports, anyway, in South Korea. What, uh, do they, what do they enjoy doing in football. their spare time? Yes, football. Athletics? Mm, not really. Um, table tennis no oh um, taekwondo yes oh boom yes which originated in Korea in the 1950s ah very good uh, and also sumo wrestling come on there's one that you judo. know judo no there's one that you know cricket no <laughs> <laughs> South Koreans have got a mean fast bowler left arm over swings it back in <laughs> no come on you know uh, baseball man oh baseball yeah of course yeah that's poor from me that's poor from you it's poor from me uh, and football, they do have a very good football team. Yeah. Of which its FIFA ranking is. F- 48. 49. Come oh. on. I just saw you clicking something there on your laptop. Yes. Terrible for well, me. It's Poddy, 49th episode of Poddy as well. Uh, very good. And any famous footballers that you know of? Yes, one from Middlesbrough, Dongook Lee. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yes, that guy. Didn't do very well in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, the blonde hair. Wasn't, uh, no, dark hair. Yep, wasn't thought uh, so. wasn't there a Manchester United footballer? Yes, there was. Yes, um, something G Lee Park G Sung. Park G Sung, that's him. Yeah. Uh, you could also had An Young Juan, who scored their famous goal in the World Cup when they beat Italy. Do you remember? No, he was playing in Italy at the time. No, no. no. Um, record cap and goal scorer. Yeah, Chibumkun. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> and of course, former Wolves footballer Sol Ki Hyun. Ah, oh, Sol Ki Hyun. Uh, towns and cities this week. Yo. Uh, we are big in the Island Islands this week. Yeah, of course we are, Tommy. Of course we are, but he hasn't chosen to comment this week. Because oh, he's watching Harry Potter's and the Philosopher's Stone. Potter <laughs> 1. Just come out in uh, Island cinemas this week. Harry Potter 1. Oh, dear. Very young. Very young Elijah Wood. <laughs> Apparently Sis and Kane's out next week, so I'm looking forward to that one. Daniel Radcliffe, by the way, I was only kidding. I was just seeing if Tim was going to pick it up or not. So Tommy, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Tommy's not commenting as much this season, yeah. uh, so we're not really sure what's going on with Tommy. Are you all right? 
Are you okay? Do you love us? Do you not love us? Get back in touch, Tommy, please. When are you coming to England? I think I might have said this a week or two mm. ago. When mm. are you coming, Tommy? Mm. Um, come and pay us a visit. Okay, is that the end of our... No, it's not, no. Oh, okay. uh, so, but we have got some comments this week, including from Richie Dill. Richie Dill, is that a new, new who's comment? Who's a new guy. Nice. Uh, who's, who's from Phuket's Worldwide Wolves. Oh, Phuket. So, Very popular you, place in Thailand for the Brits abroad is, is Phuket. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> uh, so he has uh, got it. Uh, that one. Just, just to reaffirm, <laughs> that was me saying Phuket. <laughs> Uh, so he's got Luke, Luke Happen to be editing this uh, this podcast. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's that, that's dicey territory, but hopefully it'll go. So Richie's got in touch with us just to um, just tell us a bit about himself. He says he watched Wolves regularly from the age of twelve. In the season we signed Bully and lost to Aldershot, although he calls them something else. Yes. In the playoff final, when ex Wolves Bobby Barnes scored at our place, moved to live in Phuket in October two thousand one. It's a long email. But flew back for Cardiff, and and the end of that wait playoff final. Mm-hmm. Every Premier League match is shown in Thailand, so I can't wait till we get promoted again. Just Love started that. buying the live stream matches, and that's a godsend. But the two matches available so far, we didn't win. Oh. But we have won the other five games. Haha. <laughs> uh, he says, Sawat de crap, <laughs> which means Tarara bit. Oh, Tarara bit, okay. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much, Richie. Please oh, cheers, continue Richie to get in touch. De- Declan Byrne as well. Decker's regular now. Uh, says, Wolves fans have, been, have had it too good. Sport rotten with Jota and Neves, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. That was a very good point. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Towns and City's banter. Again, the numbers are off the scale. Wolverhampton, 783 players in Wolverhampton. Boom. 450 in Birmingham, 200 in Warsaw, 150 oh, yeah. Telford, Plenty. 150 Dudley, and 138 Stourbridge. All in the West Midlands, Tim. All in the West Midlands and, well, Telford's Shropshire. Uh, and a few um, new places this week on the radar, including Thornton Heath. Thornton Heath, just outside London. Yes, and Camden Town. Uh, in London. In London, yes, and Bridgewater. In London. In Somerset. Oh. And Alicante, big in Alicante this España. week. Very good. Very good. So, yeah, record-breaking week. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs> Cheers, peeps. That's different class from you guys. Absolutely different class. Um, Tim, we've got a game on Saturday. Yeah. We are back to championship action. We have got the lovely Millwall fans coming across to Molyneux. <laughs> Don't start. Same. We've got lovely Millwall fans coming across. Yep. Um, always a good following. Yep. Um, well. And a game, a game where Wolves will be expected to win. How are we lining up? What are we thinking? Obviously, there's a Willy Bolly situation. We expect him to probably miss the game. There's a Willy situation. He's out for a little while. Mm-hmm. When you say a little while, how long are we looking at? We haven't got time for him yet, but it doesn't look great. Really? It doesn't Hammy? look great. Hammy, hammy, ham, ham. We don't know what grade. No, we don't know. So we should get some more from that on Nuno on Friday's okay. pretty much press conference. So, yeah, there'll be at least one change. I expect there'll be two because Barry Douglas is all right now after he missed the Brentford game. Well, Benagel did all right to be He did to very well, but, yeah, you'd expect Douglas to come back in, I think. And then, yeah, it's who comes in left side of defence? I mean, Sylvan Deslanders is the left-footed option. Yes. And then you've either got Ryan Bennett or Danny Bart who would come long in. Long shot that Dislanders goes in there. Would you head of them too? Long shot ahead of that, ahead of that experience, and also the physical nature it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily in terms of what Cardiff did, but you know Morrison and Gregory up front sure. for Millwall, yeah. two big physical big boys. Big boys know what they're doing in the championship. So for me, I'd put Miranda over to the left, which he did. He did play there a couple of times in pre-season. Well, I was going to say this to you, like you know, obviously talking about Bolly being out, and he won't want to change his team too much, but. If Bolly was fit, we'd be talking about Miranda and whether his place was up, up for grabs, I would have thought. Is there any chance that Bennett and Bart could come in? I don't know. I mean, Miranda was shocking against Cardiff, mm. but he didn't drop him for Brentford. Mm. And I thought he did okay at Brentford. So you can't drop him on the Brentford performance. Sure. Yeah, for, for me, he wouldn't be in my first eleven at the moment, Miranda. 
I think Bennett and Bart are too good to leave out when you've got someone who doesn't look very comfortable yet in the championship. So I'd expect, but I expect him to keep his place in this instance. It's, you know, Bolly's the one defender you don't want out because he's the one that arguably looks the best and also he's the only one that can play in any of the three positions. Um, so it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's, no, it's a big shame. He he'll, he will be missed, especially against this kind of yeah. threat. He's yeah, perfect, isn't yeah, he? because you know there are a lot about wingers and crosses and getting the ball in the box and yeah, a few long balls and whatnot. So yeah, it's it's going to be the kind of game that Big Willie would um, would thrive in, judging from what we've seen of him so far. Saying that, Bookies have got Wolves as a home banker, and really, if they are going to do something this year, they've got to win these kind of games. They really do, especially they have. Although Millwall's league position belies how well they've been playing in their first four matches, they had more shots than their opponents in every game, and yet only picked up two points. Mm-hmm. In those four games, they had 74 shots and their opponents combined at about 30-odd. So there's obviously something was going wrong in front of goal, but they rectified that against Norwich just before the international break. Hammered them 4-0 at home. Massive result for Millwall just before the international break to get them going and show that they can really do something at this level, I think. And then obviously you've got the, the factor of the X2 Wolves players who've both started absolutely brilliantly. George Savile and Jed Wallace. Jed Wallace in the... In the squad as well, Wales squad now? <laughs> Lee Evans in the Wales squad. <laughs> oh, Judah. Oh, he's special, isn't he, everybody? He is special. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about Lee Evans. Let's, let's talk about him. <laughs> no, I just saw that. He made, he made the Wales squad, didn't he? Yeah, he's been in, yeah, yeah. Oh, Judah. Uh, anyway, Jed Wallace and George Savile. Um, both started like a house on fire. In fact, George Savile was named their player of the month. Uh, he scored two goals already, and Jed Wallace has also scored two goals, and and he was second in this Player of the Month vote. So they're obviously both started like a house on fire. I'm really pleased for him. I think um, Wolves fans perhaps weren't too kind to both of them when they were at Molyneux, but all they needed was was a regular run of games, and I think they're showing that they can they can do well at the Championship level. I mean, I wouldn't say they'd fit into what Nuno's doing at Wolves right now, but I think everyone would wish them well and say, do you know what? Fair play to them. They're getting what they want now, regular football at championship level, and they're both thriving. Yeah, let's not be about the bush, though. I mean, yeah, OK, the, the, you, can, you can put all these fancy stats in front of you for the last three or four or five games, but Wolves have got to beat Millwall. Simple as. No, they have. I'm just saying, they, I think they're, what, 15th, 16th in the table. Everyone's turned up expecting three points, but it won't be easy. And Cavalero in, and a Bakari miss out? I mean, we say this every week. I know, that's what I'm he, And he doesn't do it. Yeah. So, yes, for me, again... As we say every week, I'd have him in. You're not going to get anything on Friday, are you, from him? Who's going to, who's going to play? No, God, no. He'll never give anything away. I mean, and, and why should he? I mean, that Ben Marshall thing at Southampton came completely out of the blue, shocked yeah. everybody, including yeah. Southampton, I'm sure. I think he'd only had two days training, by the way, which is why he looks so unfit. Um, so, yeah, why, why would he? It's annoying for us. It's annoying for fans as well. You know, you want to get a bit of injury info. But why should he? Why should he give away secrets, especially when he's got such a big squad and can bring in names from the cold? But you've had a couple of weeks now. Uh, ben Marshall will be back in the frame, you'd have thought. Mm. I mean, if he's come and played you know, 45 minutes at Southampton, however bad it was, at the same time, you, you've got to think that he's going to be in the frame to, to uh, at least make the bench. He looked way off the pace. I know, but two weeks is a long time, no? Yeah, but who drops out of the squad you got Undai he's coming in now mm, oh yeah I suspect I know he might be playing for Senegal tonight Tuesday right. night so he's not going to be playing Saturday is he bench potential I don't know I mean Sace is playing tonight mm. so interestingly yeah Sace is playing at centre half for Morocco really as he has done quite a few times uh, including in the back three mm-hmm. that could be an option 
well, we haven't got enough central defenders, have we? He was bought in as, I mean, when he signed, we were told he was a defensive midfielder slash centre-half. He's never played there for Wolves. Left-footed, could just slot back there and stick and die in midfield. That could be a, a secret bonus option. Um, Helder Costa. Yeah. When are we expecting to see him? This month. Do you think that it could be um, maybe in the Carabao Cup next week? Maybe a little bit of a bench. Come on, twenty it's minutes. Decent shout. Out. I think that's two weeks tonight. That is two weeks tonight. If uh, this is going out on Wednesday, isn't yeah, it? So yeah. Out, yeah, two weeks tonight. Little forty-five minutes or sixty-minute cameo. Or yeah, he's, he's he's back now. He's just he's just building building up slowly. I don't think he's been involved in rigorous first-team sessions yet, but that'll come very quickly. And yeah, um, the time frame all along was two months, and it was July the eighth when he got injured. So yeah, he's coming back now. I mean, that'd be huge. That could be ideal. Great, huge boost and just. You know, obviously, just gives just give Nuno another <clears throat> another person to play with, really. Well, especially when when all the topics been on no striker and and where the goal's going to come from. I mean, in theory, he, he could kick on from last season when he got twelve yeah. and uh, and bag even more and be the be the player that we all dream of. Oh, dreamy, dreamy. I mean, it's just all all lovely words to say about Helder Costa, but you know where we don't have so lovely words, Tim. Ooh, it's. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I was off. I was out. I can't hold that note for that long. I oh, know you can't. I was killing it, and then it all went a bit sharp. It all went the B sharps. Timothy Spears, hit me with some Spears abuse. Not a huge amount this week. Oh. There, there was there was a few there was quite a few little nibbles on deadline day. Yeah. Someone someone said, "Oh, uh, you haven't said anything positive about Wolves in forty eight hours." Oh, oh, oh come on, Matt! I nearly blocked him. I, I didn't end up blocking anyone. I was a bit bit grumpy on Friday morning. You said you were in a blocking mood. Yes, I was, but I ended up, didn't end up blocking anyone. Uh, usual complaint. What, what? Don't block anyone. Why do you block people? I don't understand. Because this. they don't deserve to follow my tweets. <laughs> They're going to stop. So honestly, some of the stuff I've blocked people for, absolutely horrendous. I shouldn't have. To, no one should have to put up with that. No, no, especially our Timothy. Um, oh, do you know what? Don't do you know what? Shoot me, yes. Anyway, right, Richie, on the Express and Star comments section. Oh yes, the, the, uh, always, always nice to uh, read some comments on the ENS. Well, it started section. to it started to become quite productive for abuse of the week. I mean, we had one last week. That's a pleasure. Um, so Richie, yeah. No, what was this under? I did a comment piece about um, Wolves' transfer dealings. Very well written. Thank you very much. Said how positive it had been, but obviously the striker was the problem. You know, just a general summary. Mm-hmm. Some some criticism of not getting a striker in. They okay. Very legitimate. Richie, Richie took offence to that. Spears, Spears cannot help himself. He repeatedly <laughs> has a swipe at the club. He heavily criticised the club for letting Lambert go. Has Lambert walked straight into a job? Uh, he, job. he asks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't want a job. He lambasted, this is bizarre, he lambasted the club when we got kicked off the park in two brutal pre-season friendlies. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> and, didn't. And questioned if Nuno and his staff were good enough to manage in this league. Eh? As did kind of everybody, really, you know, but... But not in a, not in a kind of they're not good enough kind of way. Just as in this is new. Anyway, he has made the statement above about will the club miss Dicko's goals? What goals, Tim? Well, two goals, joint top scorer Richie. 
There is no doubt every time we fail to score, he and the Bellyacre Club will ram it down our throats. Right. Pathetic at best. Oh, pathetic at best. Who's that from? Richie. Oh, just, just Richie. Just Richie. He won't give his full name, oh. as nobody does, of course. No, of course they don't, because... They all hide behind that cloak of anonymity. Oh. I hope that 12-year-old has a lovely night's sleep, gets tucked in with Mama and Papa, and two <laughs> Care Bears. Little Richie Smith. Little Richie boy. Uh, do you have any this week? Um, I don't. Be, well, I do have one, but we're at 52 minutes, so we're going we? to we're gonna have to uh, move this on. Bloody hell. Uh, and we're going to Mr Hatfield. I know he's been waiting patiently. Uh, we did discuss our fancy Premier League standings this or last week, the top, but I believe, more importantly, uh, Luke has got some material about who were at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, we're not, we're not know all about the winners. No, we're not. We're, we're about we're, the losers in life. And there are quite a few, aren't there? There are. I mean, that's why we do this podcast together. Indeed. Oh. There are a few who haven't done so well. I mean, I did listen in last week, and you did a very good job, Nathan. So um, thank you, thank you very much. I was very tired, said, but we did it. We did it. We got there. Yeah, I'm not going to touch on then top ones. I'll just quickly mention where we're all positioned. Nathan's in fourth. I'm in sixteenth, and Tim is uh, 163rd. All right. Wow. All right. Wow. How? What? 160? What? 163rd out of a grand total of 320 people. Wow. 320. Uh, Luke, are we going to put a cap on it? Is, is this the last? Is this the last week to join? It is, Nathan. We are putting a cap on this Friday. Um, that is Watch your last chance to enter this week. I've done my wild card. Watch me rise. Watch you rise. What to 150th? <laughs> I'll take that. Have we got a code? Uh, look for the peeps out there. We do indeed, Nathan. Uh, the podcast code is one two four one eight six nine dash. Two nine eight zero six zero. Make sure you join before Friday evening. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to set it up so that it, it closes at midnight. That is your last chance to enter. If you don't, you won't be getting any Costa Coffee or any Nando's from Nathan. Um, we have got from two Nathan, people who are who have already signed up to join for the next game week. So if we can get a couple more, that'd be great. Um, but moving on, uh, there have been some really poor performances oh, this week, yeah. and one of them two weeks ago was top three. What? 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 Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, Sam Bateman was doing brilliantly. Sammy? Oh, he's lost he's yeah. his bottle, hasn't he? Bottle is our Sammy. He, he's only got 17 points. Oh, what? How can you get 17 points? That's almost impossible. I know, right? And then there's a couple others as well. Corbin Roberts with Jeff Shee FC. Like the name, but I don't like the scoring. Only 24. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Jeff Shee FC. It rhymes, doesn't it? Mm. I don't think that's his intention. It's yeah. better than some names, and I'm not going to mention them. Gale Force, well, that didn't materialise, did it, mate? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was going to be a big hit this season. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, go on. Uh, either way, Rooney only, he has Rooney, Chicharito, and Lukaku up front, and he got two points between all three of them. Uh, mind you, Lukaku did. Lukaku, sorry, uh, he didn't do well at all. He got zero points, so yeah, a, that hurt a lot of people this week. Um, and John Dingley as well, XLFC. They didn't excel this week. Twenty-three points. Twenty-three points. That's horrendous. You feel bad for him though, because up front he spent a lot of money. He's got Lukaku. He's got Aguero as well, and Chicharito. And again, two points only from them too. Oh, that is disappointing. Some pretty poor ones there, and uh, a couple more names. Um, yeah. Elian Owen's got one. Uh, meet you at De Gea Bar. <laughs> <laughs> So Michu is right. in the Swan, the former Swansea striker. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. And then what? De Gea. Yeah. De Gea. Yeah. You know, I pronounced it De Gea today. You know, you yeah, know no, I like name. it. I like no, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 to go. Decent name. Uh, mm-hmm. One, one here. Um, his his name on this fantasy league is terrible. It's at FXRHXXN7. 
but the name of his team is is Brian Munich. So I'm assuming his name's Brian. Blimey. Nice. Just Brian's boys. Yeah. Yeah, better than that. And then loads of people have got no vime and no cry, which is pretty decent. But Yeah, I don't mind that. No vime and no cry. But yeah, those are the poor those are the poor performance this week. Um hopefully obviously the international break will have given chance people like Tim to uh, put yeah. their teams together and uh, fix Wild it up wildcard baby so who, who's bottom of the league Luke who is bottom well uh, it's, it's a bit harsh to call these people out because they have only joined in the recent game weeks um, but bottom, no, bottom no, of the table they, they still get called out bottom of the table James Bradley Norfolk and chance 25 uh, Tom Tom Hughes with Blinking Eck only got 36 and Tom Robinson with S5 Wanderers uh, only got 41 those are the bottom three um, so hopefully they'll uh, they'll uh, manage to recover some of the points they've missed out on by joining late. Wow, incredible! Thank you very much, boys, and uh, we we love everyone here. Just as, as long as you're playing along, like I said, I'll be amazed if, if many people beat me this year. Tim, Incred- I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to yeah absolutely, and, and I back it up, don't I? Why am I? I'm fourth. There's three people ahead of me. There's no long line at Costa Coffee at the end of the season. Why? Because I'm be drinking my own Americano steam soy on my own. Who are we going to have? I'll have Nando's for one, please. I'll have a double pitta with halloumi cheese, some chili jam, and maybe some spicy rice. What are you, the whole Muhammad Ali? <laughs> I'm coming at you. What's all this? <laughs> Um, right before we we've only got we've only got a couple of things left to go really. Um, I've got something special to say. You know, next week. Yeah. Do you know what episode it's going to be? Uh, yeah. It's going to be our fiftieth ever episode. Now we, we've toyed with a few things here, and um, one of the things we toyed with we're not going to do. We'll probably do it at a later date. And I'm not going to say what it is because it's very special. Oh, I know what you mean. However, we have got an exclusive offer for people next week. An exclusive competition. For people next week, you've got to listen very, very carefully because the Express and Style Wolves podcast will be giving away, you will have the chance to win an Apple iPad Mini 4. A brand new Apple iPad Wouldn't Mini they? 4. So tune in next week. I will buy one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, RRP £419. We've got RRP. the budget. We've got RRP <laughs> £419 um, for your chance to win an Apple iPad Mini 4. Make sure that you listen next week. I'll be listening. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes, you will. Um, Keith Harrison just spat his coffee out there. <laughs> <laughs> Listing in, saying, oh, we're going 400 quid. But yes, that's what's going to be on offer next week. So um, make sure that you listen. So try and get maybe 10,000 next week. Let's aim high. Yeah. Let's aim high. Okay. Um, finally, predictions Ooh. for the weekend. Ooh. Big games. Mr. Luke Hatfield, are you uh, feeling confident for the Wolverhampton Wanderers? I am, mate. Yeah, I, th- I think Wolves are going to go, uh, going to going to do them because Millwall, you know, have only just come up. Uh, I'm going to go three-one Wolves. Three-one to the Wolverhampton Wanderers. I think it's going to be a goal in either half. I think that Wolves will carouse for a bruise and are going to win two goals to nil. I think George Savile is going to have a stinker. Okay, I think George Savile will play really well, mm. <laughs> as will Jed Wallace, mm. and I think Savile will score. And Wolves win 2-1. 2-1. Savile will score as well, really? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, thank you very much, everyone, this week. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Remember, listen to 50th episode next week for a special chance to win a very special prize from Luke, from Tim, Bye-bye. from myself. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.